morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is Elliot Clark. I'm the CEO of HRO Today, and we are having another of our educational podcasts. HRO Today are the publishers of HRO Today magazine, the producers of the HRO Today forums held around the world, and our HRO Today topical conferences, as well as the managers of the HRO Today Association. Today, we released an important piece of research, checking into recruiter training. Why recruiter training is important is we've been talking a lot about technology in the recruiting space, and while there is a lot to talk about, robots don't actually close candidates. Robots don't actually sell things. They can be used to screen, etc. But if you're a recruiting organization or an internal HR group, you really need to worry about the quality of your human resources. So we want to put the human back in human resources for just a bit. When we think about recruiting training and and some of the best firms out there, we think of 7-Step. 7-Step actually started as one of their lead products was a recruitment training business. Now they are a leader in total talent outsourcing and solutions. Annually, they're ranked as a top enterprise recruitment process outsourcing provider on the HR Today Baker's Dozen list and are highly regarded as a managed service provider. 7-Step provides services and solutions in nearly 50 countries spanning six continents. A bespoke suite of total talent services and solutions includes enterprise RPO, project RPO, MSP solutions, data analytics, employer branding, and talent attraction. And they literally have a philosophy of unrivaled partnership and an unbounded vision to total talent means total talent acquisition wins and the business gains. So if you want to learn more about them, 7stepRPO.com is where you go. We're joined today by Natalie Scheiman. Now, Natalie is a director in 7steps Transformation Team. Now, this team is a key differentiator in 7steps success. And the reason why we wanted Natalie on this podcast to talk about learning and recruitment training is because her team, this team, truly handles anything new, anything that's sort of that first-time experience. And they, they handle anything from process redesigns to program installs to technology integration. So part of the success of this team for 7-Step or any TA organization is learning from these new transformational events, activities, or challenges. So part of what Natalie's team is doing is they're taking everything they're seeing and they're learning each day as they're approaching these new challenges and they're weaving them in to the future training programs for the learning and development of recruiters. And that is a big differentiator for any organization and for 7-Step. So I want to welcome Natalie Scheiman to the podcast. Welcome, Natalie. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. I guess we should jump right in. All right. And I want to specifically focus on hard-to-fill jobs because that's so much of what you guys have as as your message, as your mission, as many of the engagements that you have are really the some of the hardest-to-fill jobs in this very, very competitive talent environment we live in. So why is recruiter team member training particularly important in the hard-to-fill recruitment sector? Now, we can all sort of intuitively understand, you know, harder-to-fill, need better training. But really, how does this make you better as a competitor, and why is it so important? 
Yeah, well, as you've just alluded to, it is a very competitive talent market. Uh, if you listen to the news or you work in TA, you've probably heard that unemployment is historically low, both in the U.S. hovering around 3.6% and globally just below 5 So there are more jobs and there are qualified people to fill them, which means that what was once hard to fill is now harder to fill. And to compound that, the new generation of job seeker is hyper-focused on experience. We see that a lot in social media use. So if someone has a negative interaction with a company, either as a consumer or as an applicant, they're going to tell the world about it. So if you're hiring, hard to fill or not, you have to focus on investing in training your team members to cultivate a recruitment experience that's attractive to your target candidate population. Training has to focus on both hard and soft skills. So it's no longer only how recruiters communicate with candidates, although that's critical, it's a crucial component to it, but right. also how they're de defining qualifications, how they're writing job ads, and where they're posting. And especially today, you need to be looking at if your job ads are gender neutral, if they're written to target a diverse and inclusive group of candidates, and if they're showcasing a compelling opportunity. The other reason is that hard-to-fill jobs uh, have changed. It's no longer only your complex technical positions, software development, but now it's a lot of hourly laborer positions too. So mm -hmm. recruiters have to be adept at adjusting their style to match that of the candidates that they're targeting, both in where they're looking for them and how they're engaging and communicating with them. So one-size-fits-all recruitment is out the window in this current market, and we really have to be focused on uh, well-versed teams who are agile in their approach to securing top talent. You know, Natalie, you know, the, someone uh, recently said to me that there are two kinds of jobs, hard to fill and much harder to fill, um, <laughs> you know, because you think about it, the increasing specialization of labor means that even if you're hiring a truck driver, they have to be familiar with a certain kind of RFID track and trace system. They have to understand different types of navigation software. They have to be familiar with the different state and federal rules involving where and when they can drive. So there's no such thing as an easy-to-fill job anymore. But when you talk about soft skills, are you also talking about you know, sort of interpersonal interaction as well as sort of qualification, et cetera? And can you give some background on some of the soft skills that are included in your you know, 160 plus course curriculum? Absolutely. We, we focused a lot on getting to know your candidate and building a rapport with your candidate and then tailoring what you're talking to them about to match that. So you're obviously going to have, you know, fixed aspects of your job and what the company can offer, but how you go about matching what you know about your company and your job to the motivations of that candidate, figuring out what their hot buttons are, figuring out what's important to them personally. You know, is it that they're looking for flexibility because they have a new family or they're looking to be in a market? that has a great school system, really getting that interpersonal connection with your candidates and then using that information that you learn to really think about what's in their best interest. Is the, the opportunity you have to offer really what's best for that candidate's career progression and then making that match and using that to your advantage to sell the opportunity. So give me some idea. As you know, you, you've got some of the best trained recruiters in the world in your organization. It's something that you highlight as a reason why clients should use seven step versus other organizations. How do you measure the success of the recruiters? What are the metrics that you're using where you say, this person got it, they understood their 160 plus course, and they are ready to work on 
the hard to fill job, harder to fill jobs, and then the dreaded hardest to fill jobs. Yeah, so if we love training at seven step, we probably love data even more. Uh, and so there's three <laughs> core metrics I want to talk about. So first is candidate net promoter score. Net promoter score, if you're not familiar with it, it's traditionally measured as the willingness of customers to recommend your company's products or services. So to put this in the context of recruitment, a well-trained recruitment team hopefully positively impacts the individual's experience as a candidate which in turn positively impacts their perception of the company's brand and the likelihood that that person's going to recommend that company to others. So why is that important to hard to fill? Well, likely in hard to fill, much of your strategy is going to be reliant upon referral networks and where you may be up against a lot of top competitors, not even just within your industry, but frankly, just competing for the same type of talent, ensuring that your candidates feel really positive about your brand, regardless of if they're hired, is critical and, and should really be a top focus of your training program. So if you think about, you know, the focus of what you're trying to do, you hire people in who have prior recruiting skills often. And then where do you feel the gaps are that you really need to train recruiters where if let's say I'm a company trying to do this myself or I'm going to go to a, an, an RPO firm such as 7-Step, where do you find that there's a deficit that you really need to have more often retrain other recruiters that you've hired from other sources? So you see a lot online. I actually just read an article about going into the black hole. You apply and you go into the black hole of the application process and you never hear back from a company. I think that's where we have to spend much of our time is you, you can focus on the candidates who are good and well-qualified, and it's important to spend your time and effort moving them through the process and engaging with them. But sometimes equally as important is making sure that the candidates who you're not going to move forward with have a really positive experience, because just because they don't fit for that job in that moment doesn't mean that they may not be a good fit for another opportunity with your company down the road. So you're helping recruit the, you know, the recruiting team become a brand ambassador for the clients as well. In terms of the kinds of things that you find most useful for the recruiters to know, what are the training courses that are most popular with your team where you find people, and you get great recruiting teams, they're going back to re-audit courses. What are the things that they're finding most useful as individuals? Yeah, I think it really comes down to the soft skills topics that we offer. Um, we have something all about writing your candidate pitch and uh, figuring out, again, like what I talked to you about, marrying what you have to offer about an opportunity with a candidate's hot buttons. And that actually speaks to another recruitment metric that I think is really indicative of well-trained recruiters, which is offer acceptance rate. You know, maybe that's controversial as a lot goes into getting a candidate to accept an offer, like what's going on in their life and what you can offer. But ultimately, if you've built a relationship with that candidate, you've given them a good experience, and they feel like they might be letting you down if they say no to an offer, they're, you're much more likely to get higher accept rates when you've invested the time in that candidate relationship and you've really taken the time to sell to what's important to that candidate. All right. So there's a lot that goes into recruitment training and this interpersonal skills aspect of it is critically important. It sounds like a lot of what you do in recruitment training takes that into consideration. And, you know, from that, that standpoint, what do you find in the recruitment training side about the efficiency, all right, the productivity of recruiters before and after they've been sort of certified as trained? Can you give us some sense of, of how that makes a difference? 
Sure. I think you find that people are just spending their time on the right things, you know, especially where you can bring in some automation, bring in the robots, as you said at the beginning, to do some of the, the less engagement focused work takes the admin out of it and allows recruiters to really spend more of their time cultivating that relationship. And, and frankly, when you have good relationships with your candidates, you need less candidates right? Because you, you have candidates that you can move forward with and they meet the profile and they're the right people. So it takes less time to get to what you need, which is, is the last metric. I just wanted to close off on the third metric I wanted to mention, which is time to fill. Well-trained recruitment teams who have that interpersonal skills piece down and who are also trained in hard skills like different sources to look at, um, different methods of attracting candidates, different search techniques, well-trained in those areas uh, are better equipped to find that purple squirrel candidate that you're always looking for and hard to fill. And then they can use their interpersonal skills as well to engage them and create that appropriate candidate experience to quickly close hard to fill jobs. That's great. Well, thank you. You know, I think most of our listeners are really trying to recruit humans versus squirrels. But if you find the purple squirrel, that is the most highly sought after, as we've just learned. There's a lot that goes into this, I know, and I appreciate so much Seven Step taking part because I know you guys focus on that. You make that a, a keystone of your service. While you don't sell this training program anymore, it is critically important to your clients. And I appreciate you giving us some perspective on it. We're looking forward to the results of our upcoming survey on training practices that's actually out if you're listening in your, in your email from HRO today. I want to thank Natalie uh, Schleiman from 7-Step, their Director of Global Transformation Services. And once again, you know, you can find out more about what they do at 7stepRPO.com. This is Elliot Clark. I'm the CEO of HRO Today. We hope you've enjoyed today's podcast, and we look forward to you joining us on another upcoming educational presentation.